With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Dramatic intro for some dramatic events. Baseball over the weekend for the Huskers, for the team here in Omaha at UNO, and the Creighton Blue Jays. All three back on the diamond, but before we get into that conversation, let me take a drink of the official coffee of coffee and cream. Coffee from the beanery. Mmm. Very tasty. I went to the beanery again on Sunday after church, as I do every weekend, and I got a brown sugar cinnamon latte this time around. And whoa, 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 whoa. Pretty good. Pretty oh, dang tasty awful, because, awful. you know you know me, Mr. Brown Sugar Cinnamon. I'm like when I go it's get a bagel baby. at one of my favorite spots, it's got to be Cinnamon Crunch. I got a cinnamon muffin from the beanery as well. I was, I, you and Zoe, she's a... Uh, Plain crepe, bagel, cinnamon. cream cheese, the cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. It has a mm. – what do you call the sh- – it comes out, you, you know, you shake it. it, it to butter the bagel, yeah. Like it's – The sugar? Yeah, it comes in like a salt shaker yeah. type thing. You can like buy the cinnamon yeah, toast crunch. I have that. Literally. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll send you a picture later. You, you, and, my, <laughs> you and my four-year-old. Yep. I, yeah. make, I make cinnamon bread with it. Stop. Swear to God. Stop. Wait, God is my witness. <laughs> Mix in some protein, man. <laughs> protein? Yeah. I don't know. It's just not breakfast if you don't have some well, I don't, sort of I don't, protein. For one, I don't eat breakfast. Too early for me in the morning. Yeah. I get up at 5, and I'm like, I'll finish up my notes. And then by the time it's 6.15, I'm like, not really feeling a banana right now. This morning was standard. Turmeric, cayenne, honey. Apple cider vinegar, a little warm water. That's it. First You're weird. Yeah, first two weeks it tore me up, but oh, I, I think know. I'm used I mean, to it. Yeah. I thought you had the flu. You just You're like, man, I'm sweating. Yeah, that was wild, <laughs> wasn't it? It's weird. I, I would always look at your nose, and I'm like, man, it looks like it's weird it looks how like my droplets my, on a leaf yeah, just weird how my, when my the sun body comes out. Adjusted to that, but I, you know, I, I was just reading Jamie's. He tweeted back, and you know, we were talking about you know when my dad said, yeah, you know, you can quit, you just can't come home. And I and I've kind of I've told version or bits and pieces of that story before. There's a little more to it, you know, because I remember sitting in that locker room by myself. Everybody it was probably six forty-five. It was almost seven. Everybody had kind of gone, and and uh, I sat there. And I just tapped my helmet against the concrete. It was so I'm sitting with my my knees. Yep, sure. Just like this, and I'm just tapping my helmet against. That the is seat. like the cutaway the scene in every high school cement. football film. I'm just going back and forth. Just I'm like, man, there's no way. And I and I laughed because we and we talked about it off air. Like, like we just said 
last week that we could not sit in darkness without a certain amount of money. For three days. And even then, even then, we didn't think we could pull it off. Right? Oh, we, I would not be able to. Can you imagine what that. kind of darkness there was in 658 days of not playing a meaningful mm-hmm. game? Despite having every resource of light, whether it's your phone, whether it's something on your TV, computer, whether it's outside, going for a walk, you have a lot of things to get but he's out not get, some of that stress. You're just not getting to do what you love. But you still don't get to clear your head. Uh, as much as you say, man, I'm kind of clearing my head, you're not clearing your head. It's just that, that team is... And it's funny, too, because I wonder, it's hard to go back, but I wonder like a month ago, remember when fans would tweet at us or we would talk or we would be at the game or something and fans would say, ah, you know, this is the most enjoyable team to watch. And I, and I should have gone back then and said, I wonder what it is. Like, what is it that makes a sub-500 team at that time? You're, you're the most favorite basketball team to watch. You've had Shields mm-hmm. and Petway and, you know, Tim Miles made his run. And, I mean, like, what makes this team fun? And I just looked at the three guys that we just talked about with, with Greasel, uh, Kese, and, and, and D-Walk. And it's like they all have a story to tell about their perseverance and kind of why that team is or why they're doing what they do. And it's pretty evident, isn't it? Would why you, Why they're fun to watch? Because they maximize every time out. You would think that the way this team is playing right now and the way the fan base is reacting, as if they are the team upsetting the teams in March, like the better teams in March. The, I, do think, I do think it's cool that the fan base gravitated toward this team before right. it was even really bearing fruit. Right, but even a selfie video that surfaced of a guy – you know, oh, that was talk, fantastic. Talking with Fred, right? <laughs> and it's like that's a moment right there that you would see at the Sweet 16. Hey, and did you see Kurt right? Toyberg finally tweeted back and he simply said, My man. I, did you even see that? So Hoyberg tweeted back to the clip. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't see that. And, and it's not like Coach Hoyberg uses, he doesn't Twitter. use Twitter like that. You know? <laughs> but when you're having fun, when things are going right, it's easy to do those things. I just think it's interesting how, um, and coaches know, people in business leadership positions know when they've got a quality group. It 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 makes it a lot less about the results. When you get the results that you're you're you know you're working to, and you know with that common vision, it's that much more enjoyable. But I think in enjoying the group that you're around is like. 80% of it, right? It's a lot easier to be broke if you like who you're broke with. Did, sorry, did did Miles do some stuff like that before too? What do you mean? A little bit? The same yeah, thing? Yeah, I did. mean, but, he, but people thought it was just a shtick for Tim, and I just think that's who he is. I, I just think he's a joke. I just think that's who Coach Miles was, but it's weird how that didn't work out for him in the long haul because we thought his act grew old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, it's just, it, it's, do you know what I think it is, though, in comparing the two? And, and i got to ask probably other Nebraska basketball fans this question. I think it's because the fan base didn't feel like they were meeting expectations. So they were tougher, even though it's more natural for Coach Miles to be like that and fun-loving and jovial, kind of a good guy. But I, the fan base, I think, wanted more. With, with this one, Coach Hoiberg really isn't that guy. Likeable, but not, not super outspoken fairly reserved but i feel like this 
team the fan base feels like is exceeding their expectations, so they're they're okay with it, which is at this point in the season they're exceeding expectations. That's why we talked about it with baseball, right? It's uh, hey, likable versus unlikable, and no coach is gonna say, oh, you know, that team just wasn't very likable. But this team seemed like on paper in the off season, it was more like what the staff was after. And I asked out loud a couple weeks ago, remember when we had Coach Bolt on, does that change the expectation level for Nebraska's fan base given what this team has on paper? And whatever the answer was is I think how they'll judge this first month out of the gates. Very, very disappointed, you know, hitting 61 batters. It's not really the number. I think 12 or whatever it was. 10. After San Diego wasn't anything that I think anybody wanted to rally around, even though San Diego's trail, that's a good, that's a good program, right? You, you come back and, and you kind of outslug um, South Alabama and it's like, okay, momentarily we're good, but I think for at least another month, will be pitting it against what our initial expectation levels were. Well, he wanted his team to be more competitive, and he got it, as in Coach Bolt. Starting pitching was there again, but this week the offense came, mm-hmm. and it came in a big wave. So in game one, you had Shanneman, who tossed two and a third shutout innings in relief and struck out four jags. Kyle Perry threw a scoreless ninth. That's another thing to mention. The bullpen, what the problem was in the opening weekend was – I don't want to say solved, but based on what you saw in week, weekend one mm-hmm. to weekend two, the bullpen was solved. It, they found resolve. We can say that at least because there was at no time that South Alabama felt comfortable in coming back in a game because this time situational pitching was there. And they executed what Coach Bolt wanted to coming in to this weekend. And he was hard on these guys because he knows – that they won't fret from being criticized like mm-hmm. they were in, in the opening weekend. I mean, he says I actually those think things. there's something to that. Drew he down. says those things because he knows, or, or because these guys, let's just say, he says those things because he knows these guys have the ability to complete the journey. And it's not just a belief, it's just the fact of knowing. Like, these guys know they can do it. Coach Bolton knows they can also do it, which is why it's a high standard in that locker room. You know the cool thing, I think, and I think this works in in business and in sports, even in your household. If it's not the first, if outside those walls aren't the first time somebody's hearing it, I think you can can get away with, with saying a lot more things out loud, right? There are certain things that I'll say and can say through or to the media about either my family or the kids that they're comfortable with because they know that it's not the first time they heard it. And I think in that locker room with that team, that staff, Coach Coach Arvell and, and, and Christy and, and Bolt, I think they talk to those guys a certain way. I think they communicate a certain way. So anything that's said via the media, it's not like the guys, it's not like Shannon's thinking to himself, Man, I can't believe he just said he was disappointed that, you know, our our back end wasn't better. He's probably told us, man, you know, our, I'm pretty disappointed that the back end wasn't better. I'm, I'm pretty sure he told us we got to stop hitting guys, right? Because it sounded harsh, 
post San Diego. But it, you you know that wasn't the first time those guys and heard it. You know it. those guys hold themselves accountable. Oh, for sure. That that's part of it. We hate to say it, but it is part of it. That's that's part of that culture word too. Amy, what Coach Williams had a couple of. I know we got to go to break. She had a couple of great one-liners that I guarantee you I know her team. It wasn't the first time that they've heard it when it comes to meeting expectation levels and how the season has gone via injuries. She said it out loud. I bet you she's told that to her team too. At 9.30, we'll do a cleanup segment. We will continue with Omaha baseball, creating things we didn't get to. But coming up next, we're talking to Brady Oltman's.